Shalom to all. Today's office, Nazar Dav Gimel. We are starting the sixth line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantif, and Rabbi Asher Anshul, his Neshama should have an aliyah. And we continue explaining the Lashonis in our Mishnah. The Mishnah had said, if a person tells us, Hareini Kazeh, I'm like this, so he's a Nazir. The Gemara asks, Nami Basaroi, even if you want to say that he's holding on to his hair when he says, Hareini Kazeh, Hareini Kazeh Leomar, he's not saying anything regarding Naziros by saying, Hareini so why is he a Nazir, even if he's holding on to his hair? So Amr Shmuel, Shmuel answers, We're talking about a situation where there was a Nazir passing by in front of him. So since the Nazir is passing in front of him, and he's holding on to his hair, so by saying, I'm like this, that's a clear expression of Naziros. The Gemara continues on to the next case of the Mishnah. If a person says, So he's a Nazir. The Gemara asks, Who says that the word Silsol has to do with hair? Literally, the word Silsol means to curl or to turn over and over. So who says Silsol has to do with hair, that now that's considered an expression of Naziros. The Gemara answers, It's just like what this maidservant in Rebbe's house told a specific person, Until when are you going to curl your hair? So this Lashon of Silsul has to do with hair. The Gemara asks, Maybe this person is referring to Taira. Because the Pasuk says, Curl it or turn it over, which means explore Taira and it's going to uplift you. So Shmuel Shmuel answers once again, He was holding onto his hair and he said, Cell, so that's a lashon of naziros. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah. Let's say the fellow said, "Hareini mechalkel." I hereby will be mechalkel, so he's a nazir. The Gemara asks, "Who says his word kilkel has to do with his hair, and therefore that means naziros?" The Gemara explains, "Ketnan," because we have a Mishnah in Seches Shabbos. Sid, how much sid or how much lime is a person going to be chayiv for carrying out into the Rishasarabim on Shabbos? Rabbi Huda Amir, Rabbi Huda says, "Kedei lasod kilkel." Enough to take this sid, this lime, and put it on a kilkel. Va'amar Rav, Rav says, "What?" exactly is Kilkul? Bas Tzid'ah. It's a person's temple. Women and girls used to take this Sid, this lime, and they would put it on their temples to keep their hair down. It was kind of used as somewhat of a hair gel of sorts. So you see that Kilkul has to do with hair. The Gemara asks, Maybe this person's saying that he's going to give food to the poor. And where do we see this word Kilkul having to do with food? It says in the Pasuk, Yosef gave food he sustained, his father and brothers. So maybe when this person says, he's just referring to giving food to poor people. People. So Shmuel, Shmuel answers once again. Hachanami here also shetafas besarai. He was holding on to his hair, so we say that that's a valid lashon of naziros. And moving on to the next case of the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said, pera, is a nazir. If a person says it's upon me, l'shaleach pera, so he's a nazir. Now pera has to do with hair. The question is, what's with this word l'shaleach? The Gemara asks, shiluach ribuyahu. Who says that this word shiluach means a riboy, an increasing or a growing of hair, and that when he says pera, he he means to say, I take upon myself to grow my hair. The answer is, because we have a passage that says, pardes your growths are pardes, an orchard of pomegranates. Now this is in Shira Shirim, and it's a reference to a woman growing her hair. So shlochayich, over here we see, is referring to a growth of hair, an increasing of hair, and not anything else. But now the Gemara asks, Ema midi davure. maybe it's talking about removing hair. The passage says, mayim al pnei and he sends water on the fields. Now this sending water, this shilu Achmayim is understood as Hashem removing water from Shemayim and sending it onto the fields. So this Lashon of Shaleach or Shiluach 
could mean removal of hair. Sigmar says, no, Tana para para yalef. Our Tana is learning Gzeir Shava para para. Ksev HaChet says over here in regards to a Nazir, Kadeshia gadel para, it shall be holy, he shall grow his hair. Ksev HaSam Gabekayin Hedyet, it says regarding a regular Kayin, Upera loyeshaleichu, and they are not allowed to grow their hair. That passage regarding a Kayin is saying that a Kayin is not allowed to grow his hair for more than 30 days. So we have this Gzeir Shava of para para, so it must be that this para by Nazir is referring to growing hair, not cutting hair. Vibai say, alternatively, even that original Pasuk that we brought as the question, V'shelech Mayim Pnei Chutzais, can be understood differently. Ha'shelech Mayim Nami Riboyhu. This Pasuk of Shelech Mayim could also mean an increase, a growth, and not a decrease or a removal. Kedem Targim Rav Yosef, like Rav Yosef, translates this Pasuk to mean, Dechad Mashkin Leimayel Lepeira Virave. That when they water the fruit, it grows. So we see that even this Pasuk that we originally thought was a question is really referring to growth and not removal. Moving on to the last part of the Mishnah, explaining the Machlekes between Rav Meir and the Chachamim. If a person says, parin, I take upon myself birds. So Rav Meir, Aymer, Nazir, Rav Meir says that he is a Nazir, whereas the Chachamim say he's not a Nazir. So now the Gemara explains the Machlekes. My time is Rav Meir. What's Rav Meir's reason? So Rav Meir Shlakish says, Siparin smuchen l'seir kibel alav. He's accepting upon himself birds that are mentioned right next to hair. The Pasuk says, Adi sare kinishrin riva, till his hair was grown like eagles, meaning his hair was grown like the feathers of eagles, v'tifrahi kitsiparin, and his nails like birds, meaning his nails like the claws of birds. So if Meir, sorry, if Meir holds, matves inish b'midi de a person will be matves, meaning he's going to reference his neder to something which is samachle, something which is right next to the thing he's really referring to. This Pasuk talks about hair and birds. Now he mentioned birds, he didn't mention hair. Rav Meir says that since birds and hair are mentioned right next to each other in the Pasuk, the person is understood to be intending to really be talking about hair and not birds, and therefore when he says birds, he really means hair, and therefore he's taking upon himself Naziras. Gimel Medbez, whereas for Rabbanon Saver, the Rabbanon hold, Oloi Matves Enish Medidu Samachle. A person's not going to be Matves' Neder to something which is next to the word that he said. He said Siparin, he didn't say Sar. So therefore, he's not taking upon himself Naziros. Now that was Rish Lakish. Whereas Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, Dukoliyama, Oloi Matves. Everyone agrees that a person's not Matves' Neder to something which is next to the word that he really is referring to. El Hainu Tamaj Rameyer, this is Rameyer's reasoning, the Chayshinon Shemetzi Pari Nazar Tamek Kibble Alav, or Chayshesh, that when this person said, he's referring to taking upon himself the birds that a Nazar Tameh has to bring because it became Tameh. As we said in the introduction to the Masechta, that if a Nazar becomes Tameh, he has to go through the Tahara process, shave his head, and bring three Karbanais. Of those Karbanais are birds. So Kuntra B'yechnon, Rav Meir holds that when a person says, we suspect that he's referring to the birds that a Nazar Tameh has to bring, and that's his way of accepting Naziris upon himself. The Gemara asks, Mechti Latsi, Chayshinun Ka'amar, all we're saying is that we're chayshesh, then maybe that's what the person's intention was. Well, if that's so, don't Alav. Maybe he's just taking upon himself the chiv to bring birds as an adava. We know that a person can bring a carbon as an adava. He can decide to bring any sort of carbon to the base of Mikdash, including birds. So maybe when he says, he's just simply saying, I'm going to bring birds to the base of Mikdash, nothing to do with Naziros. So Mar says, no, Im Kane, if that's really so, if he really wanted just to bring regular carbonists that were in Nadava and they happened to be birds, so he would have said something different. Harei Alai Kane, 
Lele. He should have said, I take upon myself to bring a nest of birds. He wouldn't have said the word Siparin, he would have said Cain. The Gemara continues asking, Maybe he's saying, I'm taking upon myself to bring the birds that a Mitzayra has to bring, and he's not talking about Naziris at all. So my answer is, We're talking about a situation where there was a Nazir passing in front of him, and then he said, So we assume that he's talking about the birds that a Nazir might have to bring if he's Tame and nothing to do with Mitzayra. Ask the Gemara, Maybe the Nazir that was passing in front of him was Tamei, and all this person was saying is that I'm going to give him his Siparim, his birds, and he's not going to have to pay for them, I'm going to pay for them. Who says he's accepting upon himself to be a Nazir? Our answer is, Nazir, Tahar, There was a Tahar Nazir passing in front of him, and therefore when he says, it can't be that he's saying, I'm going to bring that guy's Siparim, because that person doesn't have to bring Siparim. Obviously, he's referencing a Nether of Naziros, and that's the situation Rabbi Yechanan says, explaining Rav Meir, that this person is making himself a Nazir by saying, Ask the Gemara, what's the difference between Rish Lakesh and Rabbi Yechan's explanation of Rav Meir? The answer is, the difference is, if the person said, the birds that are mentioned next to hair, that's what I take upon me. Even though he said this, if there's a Nazir passing in front of him, so then he's making himself a Nazir, but if there's no Nazir passing in front of him, he's not making himself a Nazir. Because a a person will never be Matvis' neder by using a Lashon, which is next to the one that he really wants to use. Whereas even though there's no Nazir passing in front of him, since he specified and he was extremely clear by saying, so it's clear that he's making himself a Nazir. But now the Gemara asks on this, is there really anyone that holds that a person is not going to be Matvis' neder, he's not going to make a neder by using a Lashon next to the one that he's really referring to? Vatan, you have a brisa. If a person says, Yamin, right hand, harezu shvua. That's a valid shvua. Meaning, if a person says, Yamin, by my right hand, I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to do that, so that's a valid shvua. In my time, why is that? Isn't it because it says in the Pasuk, He lifted up his right hand and left hand to Shemaim, and he swore by the by the one who lives forever. So we see from here that the word right hand is mentioned right next to the word shvua in a Pasuk, and therefore we see that when a person mentions right hand, He's being matfes b'midi de He's really referring to making a shvua, and everyone holds like this. So Mara tells us, Amri Lai, they said, no, that's not true. The reason why when a person says Yamin, he's making a shvua, has nothing to do with what we just said. It's Mishum, the Yamin Gufei Ikri Shvua. Using the word right hand itself is a Lashon of Shvua. Not because it's nearby a Lashon of Shvua in a Pasuk, it itself is Lashon of Shvua. Titan, you have a Braisa. How do we know that if a person says right hand, that's a valid Shvua? Shinemar, because it says in the Pasuk, Nishba Hashem Vimino, Hashem has sworn by his right hand. And smile she Shvua, how do we know if a person and just uses the Lashon, smile, left hand, that that's a valid Shvua, Shnemer, because it says in the Pasuk, Uzai, and by the arm of his strength. So we see these Lashonas of either Yamin or smile themselves are considered a valid Lashon of Shvua, not because they're mentioned in a Pasuk in proximity to the word Shvua. And now to a brand new Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows, let's say a person says, Harini Nazir Menachartzanim, I'm a Nazir from grape seeds, Umin Azagim, or he says, I'm a Nazir from grape skins, Umin Atiglachas, or he says, I'm a Nazir from hair cutting, Umin Atoma, or he says, I'm a Nazir from Toma. So Hareza Nazir, he's a full-fledged Nazir, and all the specifics and all the details of Nazir supply to him. Even though all he said was, I'm a Nazir from grape seeds, he's not just a Nazir from grape seeds, he's a Nazir from everything grape-related, 
and from becoming Tame, and from hair cutting, and the same thing applies to everything else in the Mishnah. Now the Gemara tells us, Masis is like Reb Shimon. Our Mishnah is not like Reb Shimon. The Tanya, we have a brass that says, Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon says, a person is not chayev to be a Nazir, until he specifies that he's being madir himself from all of them. Meaning, if he's making himself a Nazir by using specific terminologies, he's saying grape seeds, he can't just say that. He has to say, I'm going to be a Nazir from grape seeds, and grape skins, and hair cutting, and Tama. Whereas Rabban and Amri, the Rabban of our Mishnah say, I feel loy Nazar el even if he only made a nether of Naziris regarding one of these Yisurim of Naziris, have a Nazir, he's a full-fledged Nazir. So our Mishnah is not Reb Shimon. Now the Gemara explains, my time to Reb Shimon, what's Reb Shimon's reason? That's because Amrakar the Pasuk says, from anything which is made from the grapevine, and that's a very general term, anything that comes from a grapevine. But then the Pasuk says, from the seeds to the skin. Now if Meir learns from here, from the fact that the Pasuk specified different things that come from a grapevine, that if a person tries to make himself a Nazir by specifying certain things, grape seeds and grape skins, that he has to specify every single one of them, he can't just say one of them and now be considered a valid Nazir. Obviously, Rav Shimon holds that if a person says, Harani Nazir, so of course he's a full-fledged Nazir. It's just Rav Shimon holds that if a person is going to try to be specific, so then he has to mention every single part of being a Nazir, not just one part. Now, for my time, what's our Abanan's reasoning? So Gemara explains, Amar Krab, because the Pasuk says, Miyayin v'sheicher Yazir, he has to be Mazir himself, he has to abstain from new wine and from old wine. And that teaches us that if all he does is mention wine, he's still considered a full-fledged Nazir. The Gemara asks, Reb Shimon Nami, what about Reb Shimon also? Haksivah does say in the Pasuk, Miyayin v'sheicher Yazir, meaning, what does Reb Shimon do with Rabbanan's Pasuk? So the Gemara answers, Reb Shimon uses that Pasuk to say that mitzvah wine is us or just like Rishos wine. What's Rishos wine? If a person wants to have a glass of wine with his dinner. So that's Rishos. There's no mitzvah in that. That type of wine is Asr for Nazir. So too, Reb Shimon says that from the Pasuk, Yayin V'Sheicher Yazir, we learn that mitzvah wine is also Asr for Nazir. Now we're going to stop here for the day, right in the middle of the sugya, but pick up tomorrow explaining what exactly that means, mitzvah wine being Asr to a Nazir. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.